Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. Well, it's December in western Pennsylvania. It's starting to get cold and we're entering the holiday season or we've entered the holiday season. I'm always late on... We celebrate Christmas at our house and uh, I'm always late at getting ready and getting prepared. So I like to do some things ahead of time um, to help me have a more relaxing Christmas day. So today we're going to talk about a couple of recipes that uh, we make. I make them for a lot of different holidays, occasions or whatever, just something easy so that I can take it out and heat it up in the morning and um, or bake it in the morning and have it ready to go for something really good to eat that day. So uh, we started a tradition a number of years ago of having a Christmas brunch. And um, over the years, I've narrowed it down to make it easier and easier on myself so that we could all, you know, have something good to eat and relax and enjoy each other's company and everything. So now it is narrowed down to basically this arrangement of food. We have sausage gravy and biscuits, which if you haven't ever had it, it's pretty much um, exactly what it sounds like. It's a gravy with sausage in it and um, biscuits and you serve the sausage gravy over the biscuits. It's a southern dish. You get a lot of times, um, well, it's creeping up north, but in the south is where they serve it pretty much standard with breakfast all the time. Um, But it's something that we've always enjoyed. Uh, I also do a French toast casserole, which is a recipe that I got from one of our cousins. And that's a pretty simple, simple recipe that you prepare the night before and then um, it sits in your refrigerator overnight and you take it out and bake it in the morning. Very simple. But you can do a lot of prep for that ahead of time, well ahead of time too. Um, We usually have some sort of fruit to go with it. We like pineapple, so that seems to be our go-to fruit. We make bacon. I have a neat way to make bacon that a friend taught me, so I uh, do a bunch of bacon. And then we'll have a big pan of scrambled eggs because we like that too. So that's our... Christmas brunch, and then after that, we all pass out. Oh, don't forget the fake fancy drink that, oh. that uh, we our sister came up with. It's orange juice. Well, half orange juice, half ginger ale. Yes, our fake fancy drink of orange juice and ginger ale, which is like a, what would it be? It's, it's, it's a mimosa. It's like a mimosa, but there's no alcohol. It's a, min, it's a mimosa. <laughs> I couldn't say it. I could hardly say it. Mimnosa. Maybe a Minosa. Yeah, well, that could be. Anyway, that's pretty much our fabulous brunch here at the Max. And I'm going to tell you today how to make sausage gravy and how to make the French toast casserole. Now, these are also good. These are really actually nice. If you wanted to make something ahead for dinner, I love to have things that are simple that I can do ahead for dinner or that make a good leftover or whatever. And these are a couple of those things, actually. These are two items that I've made fairly often. And um, what I like to do is use a nice local breakfast sausage, uh, loose ground sausage. Most meat markets will have that. If you have a meat market near your home, they will typically make their own sausage. So that's a good sausage to get because it's generally a lot leaner than what you'll buy. But um, any kind of loose breakfast sausage would work. And um, for the sausage gravy, you're going to need one pound of breakfast sausage. And this doubles very easily. You just double it as is. So if you needed to make more 
if you wanted to make a larger amount of this, you just multiply this recipe by however many times you want to make it. You don't have to make any adjustments to it. So you would take one pound of loose breakfast sausage, a particularly lean loose breakfast sausage is good. Uh, you'll need a recipe for one cup of white sauce. That's it. That's all it takes to make sausage gravy. And I'm going to give you a really good white sauce recipe that you can use for many other things that you'll choose to. And it'll probably come up at later times in the podcast. And then we'll get these recipes posted up on our uh, webpage now, too. to clarify, what is the white sauce like a white gravy or is it like a white pasta sauce? What kind of a thing It is actually that? is white gravy and that's another... If you've, if you've ever traveled much in the south by car, typically, and you get into the smaller towns, um, they have a gravy. It's called gravy. It's a white gravy, and it actually has, like, no flavor at all. It's just a, it's a white sauce that goes over things. It kind of tastes like butter, okay? Yeah. And um, that's what it is. It's white gravy. So when you make a white sauce... Um, you can, white sauce is used in a lot of different types of cooking. It's generally just something you make to thicken something else. It's a very good gravy base for a lot of things. It's, I mean, it's just a thickener. That's what it is. So it's, a, it's the white sauce that we make. Now the sausage gravies, this is, this is so simple. Uh, you basically take your breakfast sausage and you're going to brown that in a skillet. What you do is put it in there and start breaking it up and just cook it. And you want to break it up into fairly small pieces and let it brown uh, nicely, nicely cooked, and drain the fat off of it. Set it aside. Now your white sauce. This is how you make white sauce. For one cup of it, which it comes out to a little tiny bit more than one cup, you need two tablespoons of white flour and one tablespoon of butter. You put your butter in a little pot and melt your butter, and then you add two tablespoons of flour, a dash of salt, a dash of pepper to that. And you're going to stir that with a little whisk, and you're going to whisk that flour into the butter, and it comes out to be a sort of a yellow-looking paste. Once you get the flour completely incorporated into the butter, just slowly start pouring your one cup of milk in, and beat it the whole time. This requires six hands, so you're going to you're going to be beating that butter flour mixture, which is also called a roux. A roux is just butter and flour that you use to thicken anything and it's a french term that probably means butter and flour paste i would guess but i don't know so anyway you add your milk to that and keep stirring it and it'll uh it'll blend right in nicely and then you'll let that simmer for a little while and thicken and it thickens up pretty quickly once the milk absorbs the flour butter combination and that thickens up and then you just add your sausage that you have cooked and drained to your white sauce stir that up and mix it well, and then just let that simmer for maybe a half hour, and that will um, take some of the flavor out of the sausage into the white sauce and whatever, and now your sausage gravy is ready. Very simple, and that's that's basically it. We use, uh, for the biscuits for this, I have made biscuits before, and I don't usually like my biscuits that I make, because biscuits are another thing, I believe I've mentioned this before, I, I have a hard time with pie crusts anymore, because of I make, mainly I make bread, and um, I, I've just lost my touch. Simple as that. I've lost my touch for uh, pie crust. I think it's more like you have too much of a touch now. Perhaps. That's <laughs> probably why. And I hard. used to make biscuits all the time, and my biscuits don't come out good anymore. So I think that's a lot of it, too, because you have to be very careful when you make biscuits to very lightly knead them, and you don't knead them very much because they get tough quick. So I use Grand's Biscuits. 
the whole family likes those, and they're also very simple. And I like to simplify things, and I can't make a biscuit as good as Grand's can, so that's what I use. And then you just um, split your biscuits open and put your sausage gravy on them and eat them. And that's a very good, incredibly high-carbohydrate breakfast that will stay with you for quite a while and keep you full. <laughs> and it's delicious. The whole holiday season but it's, it will stay with you. It's really delicious. It's actually really delicious. And uh, it's, it, it is. It's good. And it's a treat. You know, it's a holiday treat. I'm sure if you don't eat... If you are a person who does not eat meat or does not eat pork, there are some really, actually very, very good meatless breakfast sausage. And I think the one company is Morningstar Farms that makes it. It's a very good meatless breakfast sausage. And I'm very sure you could do the same thing with that and cook it and break it up into small pieces and use that in your um, sausage gravy. And I think it would come out really well. I really do, because the sausage itself is actually very good. And I think you could probably use turkey sausage as well, although I never have either. But I think, you know, anything that you would want to substitute in that, it's basically the same technique. You know, brown the meat up and put it into the white sauce. Um, very simple, very delicious. And here's a plus. This also freezes really well. So let's say you think, oh, I want to have something really good for our holiday brunch or holiday breakfast that we're having or the relatives are coming over or whatever, you can make the sausage gravy today, now, and then let it cool, put it into a freezer container and freeze it. When you're ready to use it, bring it out, put it in your refrigerator, thaw it overnight and use it the next day. I have done this for approximately 20 years. It works great. I usually make a double recipe of the sausage gravy, and I'm going to actually make some this evening. And for, because I'm doing this podcast, so hopefully I'll have some nice pictures for you. And I'm, I'm going to make some sausage gravy up and put it in my freezer so that I have it in there. And it's very, very good. So that is the story of sausage gravy. Now the French toast casserole. This is a recipe we got from uh, one of my husband's cousin's wives, and it's a very good recipe, and we've used it for many years also. It's also very simple. Also southern. Yes, it's also southern. Yeah. It's a southern recipe. And it's uh, this one you would make the night before, but you can uh, get the bread ready weeks in advance and put the bread in your freezer. This calls for, this makes a 9 by 13 dish of French toast casserole. If you don't need that much, Cut the recipe in half and make it in a smaller dish, you know, and it wor- it will work just fine. So you're going to need about 10 cups of cubed white bread. And I've used a couple of French baguettes before. Works really nice. I've also used regular, uh, my regular white bread. May- I've made two loaves of bread and used it after let it become day old bread and then used it because you need it to be a little tiny bit dry. Yeah, well, that's for any French toast, though. You don't want to mm-hmm. use... Really soft bread for French toast. Yeah, it toast. doesn't absorb the, it won't absorb the liquids properly for you. So um, if you use baguettes, what I did was I sliced them down the middle long ways, and then I just sliced them up, you know, into cubes. Same thing with your bread. You just cut it up and cut it into cubes, or you can even kind of break it into cubes with your hands. And then you're going to take eight eggs, two cups of milk, two teaspoons of vanilla, and one teaspoon of cinnamon. And so here's what you do. You, you take your 9 by 12 baking dish and you're going to butter the inside of that dish and you're going to put as much of that bread in there as you can fit. Kind of push it in because when you pour the uh, liquid mixture over it, it'll sink down a little bit. Then um, you get take your eggs. Uh, you're going to beat 8 eggs, 2 cups of milk, 
one teaspoon of vanilla and one teaspoon of cinnamon together. Beat them up really well so they're very well blended and very carefully pour that over your 9 by 13 pie dish which I'm acting out with my hand. I don't know why you can't see that. So you're going to drizzle that all over it all over it really well and then what I do sometimes is put a piece of plastic wrap on it and kind of press it down in there so it soaks it up as much as you can. Cover this dish with your plastic wrap and put it in the fridge and you're going to leave that sit uh, several hours or overnight. When you take that out in the morning to bake it, bring it out and you're going to mix up two tablespoons of sugar and a half a teaspoon of cinnamon and sprinkle that over the top. Then you're going to put that in the oven and bake it. And that makes like a crisp, slightly sweet crust on the top. But I don't add sugar to this because it doesn't need to be sweet. Because it's French toast, number one. And number two, you're going to put syrup or jam or powdered sugar or whatever you want on it. You don't want the French toast itself to be sweet. You know, you're going to be having your topping. You don't even have to actually put the sugar and cinnamon on the top of it. I mean, you can just... It makes a really nice crisp crust, yeah, though, it does, if you do. It does get really good. It is really good. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to bake that at 350 for about 50 to 60 minutes. And then take it out and cut it up and serve. We usually cut it up about the size of a slice of a piece of cake from a 9 by 13 pan, you know, and serve that with syrup. Or um, it's good with, geez, it's good with um, syrup or powdered sugar or strawberry jam or whatever. It's just really, really good. So it's, it's, it's another thing though. You could take that, you could have your, all your bread ready and in a bag in the freezer way before Christmas. And when you want to make it, you just get it out and uh, let it thaw and go ahead and make your dessert. So there's two little things to help you out with your holiday celebration or if you're having company or if your relatives are coming over and you want to impress them with how fabulously how fabulously organized you are as you have all this food ready, you know, or if you want to just do something different for dinner. These are, these are also really good for dinner or lunch. Just good, good recipes. So hope you enjoy them. I hope you get a chance to use them. Please check us out on social media. We are MerrimackPodcast.com, Merrimack Bakehouse on Facebook, Merrimack Mixes on Twitter. Thank you very oh, much. and Merrimack Bakehouse on Instagram. Merrimack Bakehouse on Instagram. Thanks for listening if you did, and if you didn't, too bad for you.